To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and the other thing giving us optimism, and, and let's talk about this now. So once again, from Wednesday, vaccinated Aussies will be able to come to New Zealand quarantine-free. The rest of the world is set to follow from May the 1st. So this is being brought forward from when it was originally laid out uh, as things have changed. Uh, so Stuart Nash, who's the tourism minister, he says that this is the most exciting moment for our tourism sector. Uh, but then obviously people in the sector may have slightly different feelings. Uh, also, I guess, with the timing. And that's... Not anyone's fault, I would argue. That's the pandemic. Uh, but let's have a chat about this with Andrew Swass, who's the Electrify NZ Nelson franchise owner. He's also uh, got the Kiwi uh, Journeys Tour Company. Um, and why this has, in his mind, missed the boat when we think about getting back to pre-pandemic levels of tourists. And Andrew Swass joins us now. Good afternoon. G'day, Tim. How are you, mate? Good, good. So, g'day, Andrew. Um, now, is this border opening, uh, reopening, providing uh, you know much needed relief for your business? Uh, well, I, I, to be fair, probably not really, cause just because of the timing. We're near the end of our summer, um, which is typically Easter for all our tours. Uh, but we are seeing more and more people book, um, you know, during the year now, where they normally bike, wouldn't bike in the in the cooler months, I guess. Is it exciting as Stuart Nash thinks? So you as excited as as, as him because he's very excited. Oh no! Look, hey, I'm 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 excited. I guess um, I'm excited for all my mates that have uh, tourism companies and kayaking companies and all that sort of stuff as well. But um, hey, it's good news for all of us. We've just uh, it's we've got to get on with it, don't we? Okay, so tell us a little bit about what you do and what you're expecting um, over the, the cooler months in terms of the domestic tourism split with the potential for international tourists now. Yeah, sure. So we uh, we own, obviously on Kiwi Journeys, we operate on the Great Taste Trail um, and the West Coast Wilderness Trail. And we 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 get a lot of, tour, uh, well, obviously domestics now, um, our multi-day tour business went sort of up 300% in the last couple of years because of um, COVID. So uh, for our industry um, and all our, our competitors and, and friends are seeing the same sort of thing. Cycling is buzzing. Uh, on the other side of the coin, the other side of my business is sort of the walk-in. We have multiple bases, the walk-in, day hire, one-day tour stuff. So that's obviously... Um, gone by the wayside but so it's going to be great to get the Aussies and then uh, the rest of the world slowly, slowly trickling in I guess. I guess you're still going to be relying on domestic numbers to tide you over to next summer is that right? Yeah well we unfortunately we rely on cash flow through the summer so um, yeah and and that's gone all right it's obviously not like it used to be um, so yeah most of our tours obviously from January to, to March and that's where most of our income comes in so We've hit most of them. We've we've lost quite a few tours because um, the fact that the uh, older generation yeah, got a bit scared with the COVID travelling, which is fair enough. And um, the Australians have all rescheduled and rebooked for next summer. So how late are people booking? Because uh, for me as a travel writer, that's one of the main things I keep hearing time and time again, which is that, that now people will still go on holiday, or rather they'll go on holiday again, but they are booking really, really late. Yeah, correct. Yeah, they're booking late. Um, 
which is hard as well because in our industry, in our multi-day tours, we rely on um, our combination partners, obviously, and most of them are getting, a lot of them are getting booked up for February, March, April next year already. And one of the problems we are seeing is inbound tour operators coming back online. So they're block booking all this accommodation, which is making it really hard for us uh, locals, I guess. Is there is there still a lot of uncertainty? How are you feeling about the uncertainty? Not your own, uh, just your own, but about um, your potential customers and clients um, around just the confidence to to book right now. Uh, to be honest, uh, yeah, the the domestic stuff is fine. That's um, people are, are, I guess, over it a bit, and they're getting out and about now. Um, there's the other side of the coin too, where yeah. some aren't. Um, so for my personally, for my own business um, in, in the industry, cycling industry, I think uh, it's pretty buoyant. Um, but I know for sure, you know, I have friends in the Able Tasman that have kayak companies, and they're they're not seeing the same sort of trend, obviously, um, as cycling. So it is hard out there for for other businesses, which um, we're pretty mindful of. And Andrew, both for your business, and then from what you know of the industry. What can Kiwis expect from the international market? As in, as in, we know that Kiwis want to escape to tropical places during our cooler months now that they can travel again. But do international tourists want to come to New Zealand during our winter? Good point. Um, probably a question that's above my pay grade. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite a tough one. Um, we're not seeing any sort of intake for the off scene or the winter as yet, but... Um, yeah, it's a really good question and something I would, I think it's probably, you know, people that want to go to the, sort of the Queenstowns and Rotorua's, um, you know, that will happen. Um, and I hope people want to come to Nelson, Tasman, even the West Coast, beautiful places. So, yeah. Do you, do you rely on overseas workers as well or are you, you you've well stocked with New Zealand um, employees? Um, no, I don't rely on overseas workers. I try to stay local and employ Kiwis um, just because of my business model. But um, even that's been really hard, just getting just getting Kiwis that um, that want to work and know what they're doing, I guess. Andrew, what about the support that your business received during the pandemic from the government? How happy were you with that? How much more do you think should have been done? Hey, look, I'm I'm really happy with the support we got from the government, um, and I know a lot of other tourism providers won't say that, but we were lucky enough to apply and get step funding. Um, that was great for us because it it allowed us to retain all our staff and and pay them obviously in the last couple of years. So that's how we use the funding to re- um, retain our staff and and yeah, like I say, I can't complain, um, but mindful of. Um, yeah, people that also didn't receive it. What about did, what did you make of Stuart Nash's comments about you know we can't, the tourism can't survive on being a low wage sort of playing its paying its employees such low wages where he was signposted that the the pay needs to go up. I mean I'm not sure if that would have affected you or not, but do you do you remember those comments he made a week or so ago? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a catch twenty two. You know, you do or you don't from a business owner's point of view. Um, I think it's hard enough to survive as an owner. Um, and obviously when you increase your wages and that, which is nice, so we have a policy at Kiwi Journeys that we only we only pay them at least the uh, living wage. Yeah. And um, 
and yeah. that's that's what we 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 decide to do. But obviously, when you when you when it keeps going up and up, you've got to increase prices as well. But I think people just need to realise that's that's the that's going to be the new norm. You, mm. To do something, you're going to have to pay for it. Andrew, there's a perception amongst some Kiwis that pre the pandemic, there was too big a focus on rich international tourists and that for New Zealanders to have a holiday in their own country, it was too expensive. What would you say to people who, who had that viewpoint? Uh, well, yeah, that's a tough one, Tim. Um, I, I really never saw that, I guess, Um I'm too wrapped up in running a business with 16 staff, but look, I think it's really important for our Kiwis to look after Kiwis. I mean, we, we're the ones that make the, the country tick as a as a percentage. Um, and I think I'm pretty hopeful that, you know, out of COVID, one of those things that will change is, is, more, is more love for, our, you know, our own people and our own country. I, I think, that, you know, one thing for me personally, not being able to travel internationally, and this can sound like a cliche, it can sound, you know, a little bit cheesy even, but it, it was like, it was a reminder of how ridiculously beautiful New Zealand was. And in winter too, you know, so so don't think that, that it's all about trying to get overseas as much as, um, you know, so many of us are desperate to do that. Uh, that yep. seeing New Zealand in the, in the off season um, can be, you know, so, so rewarding. Andrew Swass um, from Kiwi Journeys and Electrify NZ and Nelson, thank you so much for being on the program and all the best for the uh, for the next few months. Cheers, guys. Take care. Thank you. News Talks AB at bang on 20 past three. And when can... Let's open the phone lines, Bevo. Should we open the phone lines? I think we should. Let's open the phone lines. Let's open oh, the phone 800. Lines. That's right. <laughs> 80, 10, 80. And uh, you can text as well on 9292. So having a think about, and once again, if you are just joining us, that from Wednesday, vaccinated Australian travellers will be able to come back to New Zealand quarantine-free. The rest of the world set to follow from the 1st of May. So this is a big deal. And yes, the timing is not perfect in terms of it coinciding with summer but nevertheless it is a big deal and what does it actually mean and a couple of questions for you how long until tourism recovers and then also following on from that question we we asked towards the end end there do you ever feel like New Zealanders were priced out of the domestic market and and given that the tourism industry has needed the domestic market to survive um, during the pandemic what will things be like going forward? How long for tourism to recover in New Zealand? And did you ever feel like New Zealanders were priced out of the domestic market? You can give us a bell on 0800 80 1080. We'll go head-to-head next. It's Newstalk ZB at 321.